Hello and welcome to episode 152 of Hearty Dice Friends. My name is Grant Howitt and I'm joined as ever by my tallest and best friend, Christopher Taylor. Hello. You join us here in week eight of lockdown. Week, month two? Or is it better known, purgatory? Yeah, we are in a sort of hovering purgatory. We are, we, we are taking, we can take pride as ever in Britain, that at least we're not doing it as badly as America. That is that is about the only thing that we've had to be proud about for the last hundred or so years. And um, and we can carry on doing that. So Chris and I have done precisely fuck all yep. since we last spoke. Um, we have been we've been doing our best to cling on to whatever precious shreds of sanity we can find in our already madness adult brains. We've been we've been painting toy soldiers. Uh, been doing been work. Digging. Yes, of course we've been doing work. We are we are gainfully employed. Um, I've I've only written like two or three RPGs this week, so I'm slowing down. Yeah, you got to take it easy in these troubling times. Yeah, 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 in in these troubling times, um, I dug a hole, so that's good. Yeah, that's I mean that's the thing. Got to put a pond in it, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's exciting. Uh, and, uh, yeah. No, that's it. That's, like, there's not a lot more. That's the whole thing. Listen, listen. We need to get into some... Could you get involved in some sort of conspiracy or scheme? We should try. Like, in, like, you know, 39 steps sort of thing. Or, sorry, more more like North by Northwest, so, like, you're running through a cornfield and, like, there's a plane coming for you and shooting at you and your Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, I mean, the problem is I know the plane's not going to hit me because of social distancing. I think it's allowed to shoot you. Like, it's got, it's like it, it had bullets. It wasn't like it was going to bump Jimmy like Stewart. It, <laughs> it came down right by. Oh, was, it, was it Jimmy Stewart or was it Cary Grant? <laughs> I think it was probably wasn't Jimmy Stewart. Because that, 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 that run would have been amazing. Um, it was it was definitely either Jimmy Stewart or Cary Grant. Yes, and then the plane was was I, I I don't think the plan was to bump him with the front. I think of the it was plane. to bump him. I think it wanted to nudge him in a sort of tender way. Oh, okay, yeah. He, like just the wasn't, plane, he just wasn't into that. The plane was lonely. Mm. Oh, the the pilot's I, desperately pulling up. I can't have you touch me, plane. Oh, <laughs> what about transmission vectors? <laughs> you're, you're Jimmy Stewart is. Accurate, but makes me sad, and I cannot work out. Why. I think I think it's it's Jimmy Stewart, but he's the last man on earth. Yeah. That's oh it. no, that, that was that was time now. <laughs> Cripplingly sad. Oh, Jimmy Stewart, I'm the last man on earth. Christopher, ask me a question. <laughs> I've forgotten how to talk to people. Doofus Donald asks, "What gives someone magic?" I'm not asking for a simple system. I'm not asking for a single system, but just in general. Like, how how more strength makes someone stronger? Would there be a magicness that could make someone more magic? I'm trying to make a homebrew system that doesn't have magic, so I'm curious. Well, was it Jimmy? Timmy? What was his name? Doofus Donald. 
That's the one. Donald. Seems weird that you need to know what the magic stat is if you don't have magic. Yes. Does he mean he's like he's making a homebrew system and he doesn't know where to put the magic in, or it's magic free? Got to presume it's the first one. I thought it was magic free. Like it's a homebrew system that doesn't have magic. I want to make sure there's no magic. None sneaks in. So in in the in the classic Dungeons and Dragons, you've got like the lower half of the ability uh, traits. Your 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 wiz and your cha. Mm-hmm. Are the um, are the three which grant magic depending on depending on um, which god you worship or not as the case may be. Always felt that Wiz was kind of a um, or and then like like you should go charisma. Yeah, why not, charisma, why not charisma? That's you. Sorry, why not charisma? Like charisma why multitasks. Not charisma? Yeah, it also lets you like like in lets you remember things about books and no one gives a shit about that. Like if it's important, the gem will tell you. And Wiz is a spot check. Yeah, like I. A 12-year-old boy, I'm trying to work out which type of magic I want to learn for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I can either read books, I can go to um, Sunday school, mm-hmm. but make it every day, mm. or, or I, could bec- I-, I could learn dragon magic and become sexually appealing. I mean... The difficulty aside of a twelve-year-old boy wishing to be sexually appealing, uh, what I'm saying is that it's not going to take. You're not going to learn it at twelve. That's true. Yeah. And also at twelve, I would have very much liked to have become sexually appealing. That's true. It would have been quite important. I mean, yeah, I think from the age of about 11, like probably about nine onwards. Exactly. That would have been. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm still struggling with that particular. But I'm, what I'm saying is that's going to color your your choices, right? Can you learn dragon magic? Do you not have to have it like? Didn't like grandma had to fuck the dragon. Well, maybe not dragon magic then. Like, you've got to. There's other patrons, right? There's other styles. You can go and just meet some fae and suddenly be a sorcerer. I think, well, I th- I think like, there's plenty of um, like, there's plenty of, of charisma casters who aren't bloodline. Yeah. Related. Yeah. Your, your paladins. Your uh, your warlocks. Your a smashing um, suit of armor as a paladin. Right. Great hair. Never see a paladin with bad hair. That's very true. My, I, no. I'm tempted to make just like a really shit-looking paladin. And would it be a sort of, I'm a shit-looking paladin, and I, I I do bad things for good reasons, and and like and like get the job done, or is he just completely normal? Hello there, I'm here to save your village. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Just like he's just some random dude. Yeah, like like greasy hair, not enough teeth, picking his nose. Yeah. But he's but he's really persuasive. And he but he massively upholds the law. Yeah. I guess like I mean like you don't need to like pallies are um very much cast as second or third, so mm. you could you could probably just like take that charisma hair, focus on strength and chat. Well, I mean even like he doesn't dress like a paladin, he dresses very much like a, a street thug. Oh, okay. Like, like, it, it, it looks like he just robbed a paladin. Yeah, but like he's, he just—he's just down an alleyway, just yeah. with a club, and he's like, "Sounds like you've been taking money from the orphanages." Which one of you bastards wants to hear about my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> <laughs> you, put, you best put that money back in the collection box, son, or I'ma put your fucking kneecaps in there. It's a nice evil temple. Sure, I'll be ashamed of someone putting it to a fucking crisp. <laughs> I like this guy. I like this guy too. Like, like he's like he just he sounds very threatening. Yeah, like, like but he's, he's basically he's, running a protection racket for God. He's proper like filthy London gangster. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm getting it. I'm enjoying this. Maybe we could give him a gun, and that's the only <laughs> gun in the setting. Actual gun. Yeah. It's like it's, it's, it's like it's, it's like a revolver, or or a <laughs> single shot break action shotgun. Mm, that yeah, you saw down. Yeah. Just because it's it's the it's, it's the easiest access weapon in England, and mm. it's grubby. But like, yeah, that's that's what he uses. Like mechanically, it's sure it says smite evil. Yeah, it says sword. But he just he just putting that shotgun under your chin. <laughs> that's why he doesn't get more smite on the other side end. of your face, you cheeky little asshole. <laughs> sorry, sorry, you cheeky little tarag. There you go. That's the there one. There we are. I like this paladin. Oh, that might be my next. That might be my next character. I'm what, really into him. Yeah, what a great little like. There's got to be other characters that you can just mucky up. Like, I mean, obviously, or, rogues can already be mucky. Like the rogues are mucky, rangers are mucky, but the, fighters are quite mucky as well. It's interesting if you look at the the sort of the iconic rogues. Mm. They're very slick. They're very cat burglar end of the spectrum. Yeah, I guess because they didn't want to make a class about murderers. See player's handbook. Okay, okay, but expressly about oh, okay. Like, and like, it's the thing like the fighter, not a warrior, not a soldier, a fighter. So they are expressly a murderer. What do you do? Like fights. I I I do fights. I'm a fighter. I'm a fighting man. Mm. And over here, I have a magic user. And here, I have a cat killer. A what? Nothing. Nothing. Get Jeremy. Get inside. Put put it put it in the bag. <laughs> Jesus, shut the fan doors. Over here, uh, over here we have a bird stepper. <laughs> and this is a child hider. <laughs> he, took, fellow, he takes hide and seek too far. This fellow's a pliers wizard. <laughs> lot, lot of somatic components. Mm-hmm. Many so, fingernails. I think the reason like, the reason they go in there is because you want it, like D and D is quite a heroic game. It's quite high fantasy, yeah. And so having like your average rogue who who has like fewer teeth than they have knives, and maybe like like some some battered leather armor. It's inevitably some sexy elf, yeah. Or too many an uncomfortably sexy halfling. <laughs> Don't make half- look halflings. You're allowed to find halflings sexy if you're a halfling. That's it. I know I did that big thread about wanting to fuck monsters and stuff, but that was a joke. Don't do it. You also like, can't, I, which is useful. I've got, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of, a lot of people are upset because I said I didn't want to have sex with dragons. I mean, like a lot of people yeah, are upset. People have opinions, and you're not allowed to have opinions. So I just like, I just, like, sure, dragons in human form, fine, but that's just a human with funny eyes. Yeah, you, you can you can access those from any pharmacist. You can just go well from any. Non-reputable pharmacist, you can just go and get some of your from of any stationery store. Just break open a highlighter pen. Yeah, Co- and, and color in your eyes, you fucking coward. Exactly. Just get on with it. Anyway, the I question thought you were devoted to this campaign. Go the on, question mm-hmm. was about what gives somebody magic. Right. How do we identify what gives somebody magic? Like, I guess there's there's the the argument of single source magic. From games like um, games books like Wheel of Time, where there's like an identifiable source of magic, mm, and you tap into that. So, removing that therefore removes magic. 
Mm. But in D&D and things like that, there's there's not a single source of magic. It's very vague. It just is. Magic is there, and you, you tap into it in different ways, whether that's um, prayers or arcane sigils or whistling. It has to be vague because D&D doesn't really have a setting. Yeah. I think, I think I'd probably go for something like attunement. Okay. And the idea, the idea is that, that so, so magic is other and you're bringing magic into the world. You would have an achievement stat, which is how close you are to the other world. And it is separate from your wisdom or your intelligence or your charisma. And it's possible to, like, to train it. It's possible to get it there. But it is wholly other. I think that for me would that that would sit a bit easier. I mean, you, of course, you would end, you would end up with some multi ability dependency, and you have the you run the risk of like I've put all my points into achievements, so I can't do f- I can't do anything else. <laughs> I can't feed myself. My strength is too low. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to need you to rig me up like a horse with a feed bag, <laughs> while I just go crazy with the fireballs. Yeah, and it also it makes magic more special. Hmm. I think it could because nothing it else also. technically has a stat that's just for it. Mm. Like fighting, you can use strength or dexterity depending on what you're doing. Mm. Um, and having just a, this is how good you are at magic stat, unless yeah, you separate fair. that out again, is is shifting the weight towards it. I suppose like you've got three three um, physical and three mental as it were stats and like that's a that's, that's a very broad way of looking at things yeah because like charisma has like charisma has physical things like intelligence as well like there's a, as a meat component to it as well mm. but um maybe if you think of it like like um internal and external no that doesn't work <laughs> i don't like so so mage the mage the ascension major um the old the old ward mage had had arate mm-hmm um, which is your magic stat, and generally you roll Arate plus not much, and they fail to cast a spell. Yes, but that was in a system that didn't have fighters. True. Go on. Well, everybody was a was a was a magician. Everybody used yes. magic. Everyone was a bad magician. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this has to support people who cannot touch magic in any way, mm. and having the magic users access to an entirely separate stat system. Well, I don't, I don't think it does have to have it in, in, in any particular way. Like, there's, nothing, there's a homebrew system, so like the world's our oyster. We don't have to be D&D. Yeah, well, I mean, actually, it's, like... it's, it's fairly simple in this person's um, homebrew system. Hmm. Because the homebrew system doesn't have magic. That's, that's a sh- <laughs> so, <laughs> so just avoid writing... Just avoid writing any of the things we've said. Do not have a stat called Whizbiz. <laughs> You're in the business of wizardry. I think that I think that because um, magic users have strength, they're just not very good at it. So mm. fighters would have achievement, but they'd be not very good at it as well. I think that I think that I'd like to have magic as something which is more accessible, which you can try, yeah, um, and and have a go at. I would also also recommend um, or it's like for for a system of that magic into the odd. My copy of Into the Odd arrived yesterday. Oh, oh, it's a pretty book, and sure. I, I helped kickstart it, but we do you we've mean Electric out. Bastion Land? Yeah, what the fuck did I say? Into the odd, the the old book. Oh yeah, okay, cool, good. Well, I wasn't a million miles out. I did, I, did, I wasn't just like Simba Room. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my copy of Scream If You Want to Go Faster arrived yesterday. <laughs> it's uh, it's really good, and it doesn't have magic in as much as 
magic is something which is derived from items or weird abilities which which infected you. Yeah. Uh, and it keeps it keeps it truly separate. But uh, yeah, I think this guy wants the word attunement. Honestly. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a question there. Yeah. Can I just say though that I cannot stop thinking about the London pal- Paladin. Go on. Just that's it. Just. Mm. I like. I don't have anything more to add. But that person now takes up a good twenty five percent of what available brain space I have. Like he smiles and it's all gold teeth and that's gold teeth he's taken from villains which he intends to give to the poor once he's done with them. Yeah, he just doesn't have the pocket space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just uses go, the go awful, awful gum sockets to hold teeth <laughs> that aren't his. Equipment slots. <laughs> it's like 27, 28. How many teeth have you got? Quite a few. A normal number. Yeah, whatever the normal number is of pockets. Nathan writes in. What a good ways to end a long-running campaign. Um, I very much suggest planning the last um, session, but then never actually doing it. Mm, classic. Because it's 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 a tale as old as time, and mm. everybody very much enjoys that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's how it's going to go. So what you want to do <laughs> is have the uh, is have the finale at the second to final mm. one, and then have an epilogue. Because the epilogue you could technically skip. I just, I just, I just have people make new characters, which is the fun part of a game. Yeah. Yeah. I, hmm, I finished the campaign last night. Good I wrapped one up. Actually yeah. done, dusted, back on the shelf. Yep, yeah, all done. Back of the net. Now, I've been running that campaign for, I think, two years. Right. That's a long we'd time. That's a very se- long campaign. That's a no, we'd have sessions. seven sessions. I see. Yes, that, that sounds time. correct. Yeah, it's with my with my Thursday night D and D group. Who we like, we took about about five months off in the middle, and it wasn't like, hey guys, so we're gonna have to have a, we have to have a, have, have a hiatus. Just one of my players moved to Norfolk <laughs> halfway through. She didn't mention anything about it. She just turned up in Norfolk one day. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's gonna put a damper on things, isn't it? Amazing. Yeah, uh, but we wrapped it up yesterday, and I, so, I've done this, I think, in every single campaign that I've ended. When I start a game, I use the rules. <laughs> and I have a sort of levelling up of my own, mm-hmm. where I get increasingly fucking bored of the limitations that the system's put put on me. Because you, you just want to tell a nice story. I just want to tell my story, and these players insist on making decisions and rolling dice. Yeah, it would be so much easier without the players. God, yeah, just if, if they could just, or they, if they could just listen to me and ask me the occasional question about how pretty one of my NPCs was. Yeah, but I get increasingly bored with the mechanics and the limitations placed upon me. And like back in back in university, back just after university, I was running a game fourth ed, and I got so bored of fourth ed that I started running it with um, Everway. <laughs> which is which is a which is a game which is broadly based around tarot cards, mm. and I got like I got I get increasingly vague and like back back at the start the back at the start of the, the campaign I was like okay what spell slots have you got okay or like roll to roll to jump across that chasm that sort of thing and in the final session uh, it was a load of a load of uh, like the party were defending were defending were defending uh, an island against the invasion of the undead and I just treated it like they and their mates were each a character and 
so like there was them and a small army of other fellow summer camp students and that was one character and then each battalion of the undead was a different just one skeleton but just described it as lots right um and then i gave up on that <laughs> uh and just and like and like the other thing is like the other thing about my Thursday group i don't care about the mechanics they don't care about their about their character sheets in as much as so again two years right mm-hmm. two years now seven sessions but this is not the first campaign we've played and i'll say to one of them all right can you make me a stealth check please and i'll be like what dice is that oh uh, my god yeah like you you would not handle it you would you would really struggle, oh, um, but we've but we've we've got a new we've got a new kind of system around D and D, which is I don't know roll 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 the d twenty. If you get higher than ten, let's talk. Well, what's the point of the character sheets then? Oh, mate, look, I'm doing what I can. No, I I get it, I get it. I just am angry. Mm. The character, <laughs> I get it. I just <laughs> I just hate you and it. I feel like the character sheets are there at the start, and they sort of give you some structure with which to operate around. And then afterwards, not so much. Remind me never to play one of your games. I mean, that seems to be pretty much the decision you've already made. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't really do that for each other. No, we play we, we play games very differently. Yeah. Also, like we just we we have zero respect for each other as GMs. Mm. By which I'm like, well, that's the thing. So obviously, obviously, we respect each other's art as GMs, but um, like, well quite gladly just sort of run in roughshod and start inventing NPCs and then voicing the NPCs yes. in each other's games. Um, because I, th- I think because there's a level of trust, uh, there's a level of sort of simultaneous respect and disrespect. Yes. I love you. Uh, Fuck you. Yeah, precisely. I love you. I wanted this to happen. <laughs> I think my no. ideas are just slightly better than some of yours. Shut up for a few minutes, huh? <laughs> how about Given you it a lot of this. How about you don't talk? <laughs> so yeah um in my experience just throw the rules out the window that's how I, that's how i've ended every other long-running campaign is that you is that like the rules fail to contain the story and most rules are there to sort of ensure a balanced back and forth fighty fighty mm. um and what you want is a big sort of dramatic ending like you you were in that game of um of dark heresy that i ended as well and i had to come up with the rules for titan fighting yep which didn't work correct but was, but, but was fun it was fun i think and i think one of the important things is that you should try and remember is it sorry no you should try and make it memorable you should try and end it yeah like i mean honestly for the last session i'm with you um like the last session can I'm not going to say should, but can be entirely narrative. Yeah. Um, because you're, you're as powerful as you're going to get, right? Yeah. So just go nuts. And this is an important uh, session as you're going to have. Yeah. Like, I like using the rules as you get to that point, because mm. then advancement and uh, the rewards of the system mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, because otherwise, like the fact that you've played X games and you've done these specific things to get this sword, if if you don't use the rules for that sword, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and that could be quite frustrating. Yeah, but the yeah. last session being completely narrative is kind of fine because you've gotten to the point where you've essentially unlocked narrative. Mm, yeah, and it's it's important. 
in as much as if you end a campaign that it sort of ties it off, it means that that's, that's done now, that story's contained. And like you can maybe run with the same characters again later or something, it doesn't really matter that much. You take the you take the natural end state of a D and D campaign, which is someone moves to to Norfolk, yeah, or just things sort of fritter away. Like I I've I'm I'm still in I think about fifteen games from <laughs> university that were never that were never like that weren't even officially cancelled, let alone didn't end properly. Mm. And you just sort of stop going. I'm still running Thirteenth Age in Norwich every other month, which I've not done in three years. <laughs> you know. It's um, very difficult now. It's extreme. You have to shout very loud. Well, yeah. that joke doesn't work. It's yeah. It's it means that you get to round that off. It means that you get to celebrate the characters. It means that you get to basically give everyone a um, a last hurrah. Yeah, as it were. And it means and, they get one of their evenings back. Yeah, my God, which is which which is weird because I I'm in this I'm in this sort of weird hinterland at the moment where I'm in too many games. Mm-hmm. And that was never true before. <laughs> yeah, I'm in but three now, at the moment. You're in three. Yeah, yeah. I well, I, I wasn't three until last night. Um, we uh, we we we're, we're no longer running D and D for each other, but instead we're just going to read choose your adventure books aloud. I mean that, yeah. Which is pretty sweet, man. That that sounds like a nice like. You need the sound of a crackling fire playing on YouTube. It's a chill hang. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, and like at no point you don't have to prep. No, and it and like it, if it's bad, you get to laugh at it, and if it's good, you get to enjoy it. You can't. Well, as I said, you can't go wrong. Um, the last hearty dice yeah, hangout can go very wrong. much proved that you can pick the wrong choose your own adventure book, and it can get fucking weird. We did it. So we did on the hearty dice Discord. We did a we did a, a version of this where I sort of read aloud. It was for the Easter Easter convention we did. Mm. Uh, the online one where I read aloud a choose your own adventure and people um, voted to see what they wanted to do and I was like fuck it I'll download the worst looking choose your own adventure don't do it uh, and it was it was really bad oh it was awful it was um, it was a lot of it was kind of like sexual assault vampires it, that's exactly what it was Grant yes yeah it wasn't a good scene no um, and so um do, do be sure to read through some of the book first to make sure it isn't unintentionally erotic. Yes. Like, you want... Or intentionally erotic. Bad 90s paperback. Mm. That's what we're looking for here. Not, like, if it's just an app and has vampires in it, you're going to have time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, try... Like, 94 is what you're after. Yeah. You can track it down. It's got a TSR yes. logo on the side, even better, you know? I think I think that I think that, that like we, we could start a new revolution in just quietly reading books to each other, like they used to do back in Jane Austen times. Yeah, just sitting around listening to the wireless. Yeah, um, or like what, what was it? What's that? What's that? There's, there's that, that book with the character Sinjin in it. I forget which, but like Sinjin. Uh, yeah, Sinjin of Sinjin's he, ambulance. He uh, <laughs> he. Um, he goes a lot like it's it's like he's the he's the he's the dashing character in it, and he's got he's got three sisters that he lives with, um, to show how kind he is, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and main character goes along and it's like and it's like hey hey what's cracking Sinjin? and he's like oh I was I was reading the German dictionary to my three sisters and we were learning German. Wow. Yeah, and like oh my god, you guys you guys need telly. <laughs> you need all drugs. 
Oh, just fucking in, outside, whatever. They didn't even have proper drugs at that point, did they? Laudanum? Yeah, I guess, like, maybe, maybe it was, exp- I don't know, affordable drugs. Laudanum? <laughs> Laudanum. Uh, do you have another question, or do you want to move on? I think we should move on. Very good. Before we move on, mm-hmm. let me see if I can just find, find... Ah, a jingle! Did you ever want a game to exist? But not enough to make it yourself. Grant and Chris make games. Silent Pete writes in. 21 Jeff Bridges. After a drug deal gone wrong, you have to shut down the 21 Jeff Bridges running loose in Manhattan. <laughs> this is ba- this is based on 21 Bridges. Yes. Um, a film which has the man from Black Panther in it. Hang on, 21 Bridges? Yes, I, th- I think it's a remake. I'd never heard of that. I was assuming that this was a 21 Jump Street. <laughs> no, uh, that's 20... Yes, that is, that's the right number. No, so 21 Bridges has your man from Black Panther, forget his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and he plays uh, he plays uh, an uncompromising cop who, uh, who there's a, there's a, there's a he, he's famous for shooting people. Oh no. And not I mean, regretting it. That would generally get you fired. Not, not in the police. As a detective, yes, but not in the police. And he is a detective. And two of those people were, were shot and killed after he was a detective. And, like, the show starts off with him at, at Eternal Affairs being like, oh, I love killing people. It's my favourite thing to do. Yum, yum, yum. And they're like, good, we were just checking. Great. Have ha- have a second gun. <laughs> we found and some they... more bullets for you. <laughs> go, go and put them in poor people. And um, he... Uh, there's a drug deal and seven cops... Maybe eight cops get shot, and he's and he he's investigating the uh, the crime, and he's and his his decisions to shut down all the bridges in and out of I guess that's how bridges work Manhattan. Okay. To try and trap the people who killed the cops and stole the drugs. Um, there is weirdly almost zero footage of the bridges being shut down. And now also, I think of it. I mean, I've been to Manhattan. Mm-hmm. You could hide in there for. Ten years. It's very big. It's very like, big and very complicated. It's dense, but these guys are trying to move fifty keys of uncut cocaine. Cocaine. Cocaine, which is the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say, so it's 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 a new film. Uh, it's, it's an Amazon film that produced right. it. Uh, it is cack. Yeah, like just leave just leave the cocaine in a warehouse for two years. Well, it's not like your money's yeah. going anywhere. Yeah, so it's 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 a it's a bad film with terrible performances and an awful script. Good. I just wanted to complain about that film. Okay. However, so this is a remake. This tw- is a remake. Twenty one Jeff Bridges. Twenty one Jeff Bridges. All the I like to imagine they're all the same. Oh, they all he, look identical. I, are you going for different Jeffs? I was imagining that it was different Jeffs from different films. Okay, who we got? So we've got what, like the the marshal from True Grit, mm-hmm. the dude, mm-hmm. um, the marshal from True Grit again, uh, but modern in our in our R D P D R I P R I P D. You can now, Chris. Fuck, I, I love that say. film. 
I will say, I'm going to say that I'm maybe one or two moves ahead of you here because I thought, oh, wouldn't it be funny if they were all different Jeff Bridges? And then I was like, I think I could name two films Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bridges is great. Like, uh, oh, no, he's brilliant. Don't get me wrong. He released all those albums. Did he? Yeah, he's got albums, man. He's an amazing oh, what's that, the guitar? Oh, great. Okay. He's really good. So there's so there's there's twenty one Jeff Bridges. Yes. You you play Black Panther, your man from Black Panther. A drug deal goes wrong, but that's really not the important thing because the Jeff Bridges cloning facility has become overloaded. <laughs> it's become too big. In fact, I've got Tron. A... Yes, he was in Tron, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. So I'm sea sure we biscuits. can find twenty one iconic Jeff Bridges. Sea biscuit. Well, he was the horse. Yeah. He, he was Toby in the Fisher King as well in '91. That's amazing. Oh wow! I got you on his M dip now. No, this is all from my memory. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played John Katz in a dog year in 2009. Man, you love you love the film a dog year. I do. Oh, interestingly, he is the only boy living in New York. Is he? According to uh, the film in 2017. Ah, uh, well, that's a different film from 21 Jeff Bridges. Although I imagine the only boy living in New York. Um, version of Jeff Bridges would be unable to detect any other boys. That's true. Although it would narrow down the suspects. There are so there are there are twenty one Jeff Bridges mm-hmm. who burst out of the cloning facility and like big guys, tall man Jeff Bridges. He's a big you know? lad, heavy guy, and like and like he like he's he's got a heft to him which yeah. I enjoy. Um, they are they break out of there. They try and steal some drugs to finance their trip across country to. Like a sacred land? Theme Promised park. land, that's the one. To what, sorry? A, a theme, theme park. park. Yes, they're going, going to a theme park. Disney. They're going down Disney. Um, but the drug deal goes wrong. And so there's 21 Jeff Bridges, all of them played by Jeff Bridges. Obviously. Um, it is a it's a Telltale Adventure style game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It's a computer game. Fuck you. It's a Telltale Adventure style game where Jeff Bridges plays all the Jeff Bridges. I think it's probably easier to do it as a Telltale Adventure style game because that way you wouldn't have to do all the weird like folk, like manipulation to have Jeff Bridges hang out and eventually fight with himself. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, if play. you want to simplify it, like it's just Snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you have to go around and eat drugs. You, you no, you play the prime Jeff to make Bridges. More Sorry, you, have to, you play the prime Jeff Bridges, and you have to, right. and like it moves like Snake, but through a Manhattan City map. And every time you eat Jeff Bridges, you get bigger, so the cor- the corners are a bit more difficult. Do you, now, I, I, I guess, I guess that eating eating one Jeff Bridges would add the weight of one Jeff Bridges. Yes, yeah, so it would double your, your mass. Yeah, but it would also kill the Jeff Bridges, surely. Oh hell no! That's not how Jeff Bridges works. Okay, he, like, he just gets twice as powerful. Yeah, he just gets twice as bridge. Jesus, that's crazy. Um, His middle name is Leon. Jeff Leon Bridges. Je- Jeffrey Leon Bridges. Jeffrey Leon Bridges. Uh, this uh, Neither of these are good ideas. I'm not even sure this was a good thing to say out loud. <laughs> but I did get to complain about that film I wasted two hours watching, so it's not a complete blowout. Yeah, can we, can we just mention the name of... Jeff Bridges' brother. What's that? Bo Bridges. Mmm. Bo, Bo Bridges. Bridges. Is he also an actor? I've heard that. Oh before. yes. Oh yes. He's been in a lot of things. He was in the Max Payne film. 
was he? Mm. And their and their sister suspension. <laughs> he's been he's been in more films than Jeff Bridges has. Put put down Jeff Bridges' prolific brother. Okay, Bo. And give me a suggestion for a game. I shall. Uh, Gwathdring says, "Heck, boy, Hellboy, but he tries to make friends with the monsters." Hmm. Is that Pokemon? It's Undertale. Right. So, like, Undertale, uh, I don't know whether you've played it. No. Have you played it? No. no. Well, I, yes, I got two minutes in and went, oh, and turned it off. Oh, it's about something, is it? No, I just found it a very boring game. Mm. Like, I, so, like, I play lots of games that are about things. Like, well, like, those very worthy platformers. I play a lot of worthy platforms. I play a you lot play of a walking lot of simulators. That, you play a lot of games that are about ghosts. Yeah. You love a game about ghosts. You love a good game about ghosts. Uh, the saddest undead really ghosts, aren't they? Yeah, as far as like, undead go, yeah. No, like no other undead has a has a tragic mystery attached to it by default. Mm. And you have to have a tragic mystery if you're a ghost. You never, like, that seems a bit unfair. You never you never find a ghost that just didn't party hard enough. <laughs> and that's their unfinished business. The ghost of Marty McFly. I need I need to do a three story beer bong. Or I'm going to continue haunting this frat house. Oh my god, that's the film. <laughs> oh my day. Okay, so you are. It's, listen, we're going to pivot. We're going to pivot. It's not. It's not a game. Okay. We're making films now. <laughs> we're making films, and also, please, can you stop spinning in your chair? Yeah, I realise now. Sorry, I, I, I realise now it's a problem. Sorry. There's a there's a there's a, there's a group of frat boys, right? Or a sorority? It's probably more interesting. So there's a sorority, and the sorority um, is haunted. Mm-hmm. And it's been haunted by... Oh, you see, I'm, I'm getting, it's getting kind of tragic again at this point, because I was like, oh, there's the ghost of a woman who was at college and didn't party hard enough and didn't have enough friends. And so... Oh, actually, no, okay, we can work with this. First half of the film, horror film. Mm-hmm. So there's a sorority, there's spookity, there's hauntings, there's um, chills, thrills and spills, um, as the as the ghost, maybe multiple ghosts, are terrorising this sorority. And then midpoint of the film, sorority do a, do a Ouija board and get in contact with the ghost. And then what they learn is, is that the ghost didn't party hard enough. <laughs> she died the day before she turned 21. Mm-hmm. In some sort of funny accident, so it isn't especially tragic. <laughs> okay, like something came out of uh, something came out of frame and flattened her. That sort of death, you know. Right. Yeah. Trucks. Yeah. Trucks. The funniest. Not like she fell down the stairs while crying. No, not that. Not that sort of end of the spectrum. Or not like a sickness. Yeah. Consumption. Like, yeah, like 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 uh, like like, oh, like, uh, like an anvil. Yeah. That sort of thing. She tripped over one. They have to. They figure the only way they can put the spirit to rest and get good enough grades, which means that they win the ten thousand pound prize and can go 10, to regionals. Dollars. Yes, so they, they, they can go to regionals for their exams. Mm-hmm. Why not? Or I don't know. Spe- not spelling's rubbish. Uh, I think. I think this needs this. This film needs to have a complete misunderstanding of the American education system in it. Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we treat college as high school. Yes. And instead of exams, they have a spelling bee. Yep. <laughs> just and it's, and it's at regionals, which is on a bus. 
Yeah, yeah. That, that like I know I know a bus is somehow involved with They're regionals. very important in regionals, yeah. Also they wear uniforms then but not at other times. Yes. Also I just realized that this ghost might actually be real. How do you mean? It's John Belushi, the actor from Animal I... House. I think John Belushi partied hard enough. I think if you asked John Belushi, oh, he would say true, that's yeah. not true. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's where that's that, that's where the spirit transition will lie. I think and I the think fact it, that the that the combination of heroin and cocaine that killed him wasn't enough. I think that you've got a challenge um, because what the film I described was I was gearing towards quite a wholesome film where they have to put on a big party for a ghost and make sure that no one gets scared. Mm-hmm. And then I figure like all the like everyone gets scared and then and then the ghost's like, Hey, I'm sorry everyone, I just wanted to have fun and then they have a nice party at the end. But what you've got is a group of twenty year old women are menaced by a dead John Belushi <laughs> <laughs> hungry for speedballs. Yes, and they need that, to get him some drugs. And that then doesn't pivot. That doesn't pivot into the heartwarming film. Then, <laughs> the deal goes wrong. Somebody shoots a load of cops and the bridges are shut down. <laughs> and John Belushi possesses the bodies. John possesses... The, sorry? John Belushi possesses the first Jeff Bridges he finds. Mm-hmm. You play John Belushi in the body of one of the Jeff Bridges storming and, around New York and eating that's ghosts. How, that's how when you eat... Another Jeff Bridges. Ah, you, it's, right. It's ghost magic. Also, I've just noticed this is both Snake and Pac-Man now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Covering all of our bases. <laughs> and could burning we, all of our could bridges. Could we get Gallagher and Breakout in here somehow? Absol- absolutely. Um, we have... Um, oh, what the fuck is Gallagher? Is, is Gallagher the shooty one? Yeah, side-scrolling tutor. Okay. Spaceships. Um, I I'm doing the gesture, but I don't know you mean. Yeah, I, 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 I could hear. Uh, breakout uh, would be when you try to cross one of the bridges because they've yeah. also closed the bridges. <laughs> uh, Maybe you could just eat, eat them because, like, the ghost doesn't understand what the difference between Jeff Bridges and our bridges. Well, it's true, but Jim Belushi, I think his mouth could just about stretch over a Jeff Bridges if he was a stretchy ghost. Oh, he is a terrifying stretchy ghost. Also, I'm not he sure. is hi. Perpetually, I'm just. I'm not. It, it's a bit like 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 when vampires die and their hair's always the same. <laughs> Belushi is always as high as he was when he died. Jesus, that is going to be a dull game as he just doesn't move. <laughs> it's fucking catatonic. He's just lying in the middle of Manhattan for the entire game. Press start. There's a demo reel of just a series of panning shots of his corpse. <laughs> Every time you press start, it's like doing it like a chest compression. Like you're just trying to get his heart going. Every time you press start, you despawn the body from the ground and respawn it three foot up in the air and it just lands in full <laughs> physics. Ragdolls. <laughs> and in the back, in the back, you can see the occasional spooked Jeff Bridges. <laughs> just going, oh, shit, not this way. Oh, oops, sorry. I quite like my story about a wholesome ghost. I like your story about a wholesome ghost. My story I think there's was something different. There. Your story's different and upsetting. Um, <laughs> look, we don't we don't have a game yet. No. What we have, like, I'm I'm willing to put um, spooky. That's not it. Party like you're dead. That's not a phrase. Dead party. But ghost party. 
party dead, ghost party dead party. God, we're good at this. Unfortunately, corpse party is already a game. Yeah, okay. The Untitled Sorority Project. Yeah. I think that we've got a lot, like, there's, there's a lot of fun there, there's a lot of heartwarming things, there's a lot of roles for young actors and young actresses, which I'd like to see sort of, like, like sort of brought up. That would be interesting. Uh, you, know, you know, sort of brought into the, uh, into the spotlight on, uh, of Hollywood. Just go, and just go full Shakespearean, it's all dudes. Absolutely, all dudes playing a full sorority. And just, like, the, like, Monty Python level bad makeup. Like, Straw let's just, wigs. Let's just ruin this shit out of the gate. It doesn't look like a lady. It looks like a man wearing a dress. Yeah, let's make this uncomfortable, Perfect. weird. 100%. Yeah. 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 Um, and, like, and like, lean into it so hard that the characters are like, are you a man wearing a dress? I don't understand. Yeah, like, like, I want every single actor to regret this film. Absolutely. Uh, the ghost, uh, we just throw some flour at him. <laughs> no, no, the, the ghost is incredible. The ghost is a real like, ghost we've got by that, sacrificing uh, Jeff Bridges. That's where that's it's like a three million dollar budget, and that's where two million. <laughs> All goes on the ghost. Two million on the on the ghost. Everything else on the on the uh, the actors' fees. Mm-hmm. That's it. We tell nothing on the costuming. We no tell, makeup. No, we tell some of them that like it's a charity thing, so they'll do it for free. Mm. So we get in big names as well. Oh, we just oh, we just need to register as a charity. Oh, there you go. Then. Yeah. At that point, we're not lying, Chris Evans. Does he register himself as a charity? No, 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 but we get him in, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay, right. Let's get in all the famous Chris's. Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah. yeah Chris Hemsworth. Yep. Chris Taylor. Mm. Yep, I'm huge. Yep. You're taller than all of those men. Exactly. Yeah. That'll show. That, that'll show. Push him over. Show him his boss. Ha <laughs> it, Thor. <laughs> I'm the director now. <laughs> Yes, that that that's how you become director. You push over enough of the actors that mm-hmm. they just go, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, I'll go over here then, do I? Yes. Yeah. I think yeah, this perfect. has gone a bit weird. It has. A, I, I, don't, and I don't. I don't necessarily mean this film because that began weird. This, this I episode mean has gone, this world. Yeah. Everything has gone strange for me. Let's take a step back. We're going to put the sorority ghost project over to one side. Okay. You and I. Now listen, we are a bit, full disclosure, game ideas, a bit thin on the ground this week. A little bit. We have, we've, had to, we've, had to, we've had to take what we can get. I don't think there's much here, which is really going to make up a game. So you and I, Chris, are five minutes. Let's do a game. All right. I think this is very, very easy. Right. Where does London Paladin go? What's, what's his game? London Paladin, from mm-hmm. the first, which is also a nice name for the character. Yeah. From the first half of the show. Yep. I'm thinking that we just, we fantasy version 70s London. I kind of want to step in here. I don't want there to be other London paladins. I think for him to be effective, he has to be next to normal characters and maybe at least one normal paladin. Sure. And the problem is, is that everyone's a London paladin. No one's a London paladin. You get me? Yeah, I, I, I get you. I get you. And if, I guess if that's what if that's what Pally's like, I don't know what the fuck rogues are. <laughs> just, just an ambulatory bin with a gun. <laughs> Shining paragons. They were gold leathers. So, you play, you play agents of a church. Okay. You play. So you've got Pally's. You've got um, clerics. You've got Avengers. I think was the fourth ed class. Really? I don't, yeah, they I were, don't remember the, now. Uh, that sounds DPS. dumb enough to work. The DPS. Right. 
Um, and presumably there was some kind of control. Oh yeah, that was it. The Invoker, who summoned the names of dead gods. But you are all horrible bastards. Yeah, just nasty pieces of work. So, when I say horrible bastards, but you do it for God, I don't mean the sort of normal horrible bastards who do it for God, like, you know, Catholic priests. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, genuinely, people with a good heart, like hearts of gold, Mm -hmm. fists of shit. (laughs) Shitty fists. Shitty fists. That's what we could call the game. Shitty fists. Shitty fists. Mechanically, I think you just read it in D&D. I mean, yeah, you just kind of reframe what all the stats mean, right? Smite is a shotgun. Yeah. They're, it's all shotguns and knuckle dusters. Heal like wounds. Pint of better. <laughs> Packet of Rothmans, yeah. Packet of Rothmans. Or like, or like some sort of um... brandy? Yeah, a wee nip from, from like a hip flask. Yeah, what what would a hard man have in his hip flask? I don't, I don't know. I think Whiskey you'd... if he was a Scot, but he's no, not I a th- Scot. No, I think you'd still have brandy. Like, Oh, I'm terribly sorry, Chris. The cleric is a Scot and he's got, he's got, a, he's got a, a quarter bottle of, of whiskey in his top pocket. Yes. He's all right, pal. He's here on a mission for God. Which one of you cunts fancies getting turned? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Like, it, was, it was the cleric, it wasn't me. It was, yeah, it was yeah, me. okay, yeah. He, he said, I wouldn't say that word. No, you, you, you don't like that word. I don't use that word. No, you never use that word. Barely. Not now Not now. my partner works from home. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't use it out loud. Man, I love these grubby misfits. So you've got you've got a, a cleric, a, like, I figure they're all the same god. I don't I don't think they even care. No. Like it's not like they're not they're not doing a sort of holy war. Like they're trying to make the streets better. They're doing good deeds. And they're doing I good think. deeds. And I don't think that they would really give any kind of a shit that somebody was doing it for a different god. Yeah, I think crucially, unlike every other party of D and D, you have to to be good. Yeah. Like, I don't know whether it's lawful or chaotic or neutral, but you've got to be good. Mm. Like, you have to. And, like, I think having, like, having increased falling mechanics. Yes. Or, like, or like if you're bad, the gods frown upon you and, and extra enemies are added to the to, to the to the pot. There's a pot. For There's a pot, yeah. And I shake out the pot because I'm the Jew. You've got, you've got, you've got a Glaswegian cleric of headbutting. Mm. Favoured weapon, forehead. Oh, you've got a rogue who's like a nasty Oliver Twist level pickpocket. Right. Okay. Heart like, of gold though, right? Obviously heart of gold, but like he's, yeah. he's like Mackenzie Crook thin, Oof. but young. Yeah. Okay. And I guess you'd have to set them up as really, like they have to be really horrible people they're up against. Yeah. Like real, real bastards. Like Which the police force. Yeah, hey, there we go. Corrupt police force. I just, I just police forces. I've been reading a lot of literature okay. recently about how maybe we don't need the police. Okay. And maybe, maybe we could eliminate them with a with with a with a well-meaning brand of um, criminals. I suppose anyone who tries to eliminate the police is, by definition, a criminal. Yes. Headbutting cleric, horrible paladin with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Who is our Who is our avenger? What are they doing? They are like they're sort of greatsword. Generally, they're greatsword, light armor, teleporting, hunting down a single target. Well, that's very easy. Mm-hmm. Millwall supporter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they can teleport as well, can't they? They can run like like, like like nobody else. Okay, so I guess fantasy Millwall. Yeah, fantasy Millwall, but like you've fantasy, got yeah. you've got like built-in weaponry. You've got Go on. the Millwall brick. Ah, yes, they're um, sacred weapon. Yeah, for those that don't know, that is a very carefully folded newspaper. <laughs> 
What? I don't. So I don't. I don't know what this is. You have, you have to explain. Oh, to a Millwall brick is a real thing. Um. So you make a you make a genuinely dangerous bludgeoning weapon out of a news. Oh, you fold it into like you a roll it. Stiff. You roll it really tightly, mm-hmm. and you fold it so that it's got like a flat bit underneath your hand. Okay. Um, and it works. It works for a better way of putting it, like a knuckle duster. But you hit downwards. Oh, like a, like a cosh. Yeah, but like you, you're hitting with the bottom of your hand. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's okay. Cool. Yeah, no, that generally, really Google unpleasant. it. A Millwall brick is a thing. That sounds very unpleasant. Um, Good work. Yeah, Millwall. and you, you can Millwall. you can put you know glass in it, whatever you want. Put whatever toppings you like on it. Yeah. yeah. But like, I, ima- I imagine that he's a he's a tubby fella, like a, like one of those not. F- but no, just but big, but fleshy. Yeah, big in every dimension. Now, like you rarely get that in D and D. You generally get sort of muscular or lithe or slight. And yeah. I want guys who are too skinny or slightly overweight. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you, honestly, you'd expect more D and D adventures to look like the world's strongest something. Yeah, like the yeah. like if you look at that show, like those guys, those guys have bellies. Mm. But it's and like and like it's it's all lifting energy. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's all somehow back muscle. I. I think what am I? What am I? I really love watching World's Strongest Man. I think it's brilliant, and like and like these like these huge lads are pulling are pulling planes and having a great time with things. Mm-hmm. And it really makes me wish that I was a bit gayer, because <laughs> that's kind of the ultimate, like having sex with the world's strongest anything. I guess. <laughs> I just like, hang on, hang on. World's strongest <laughs> horse, right? Not just a horse. <laughs> The horse. We need to wrap up because uh, yes. your drills are going to start. Oh, they are. Yes, we're okay. drilled upon. How exciting! Thank you very much for listening to Hearty Dice Friends. Uh, we're coming in just under the wire. If you've enjoyed this episode, uh, please go along to. Oh, if you've enjoyed this episode and want to give us some money on a regular basis, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Hearty Dice Friends. Give us some cash. Come along and join the Discord. It's very nice. Uh, alternatively, you can follow me on Twitter at GS Howitt or Chris on Twitter at The Madigan. Uh, and see what we're up to uh, in terms of other things aside from this podcast. Uh, and yeah, stay safe. We love you lots. Uh, wash your hands. Bye. Bye. Bye.